Hello, and thank you for taking the time to join us on It Is Written Canada. Let me begin by asking you a personal question. Do you ever worry about your health? Have you ever wondered what you can do to start feeling better? Perhaps at one stage in your life, you felt like you had a lot more energy. Well, today on It Is Written Canada, we are going to show you how to get your energy back. We are going to talk to an expert and ask him to show us what science is telling us about how you can feel better and have more energy than you ever thought possible. And we are also going to talk to someone who, after facing a major health crisis, turned his life around and is now feeling better, thinking more clearly, working harder and making inroads into his community since he made one simple change to his life. And do you want to know what that simple change to his life is? Well, in a moment, we will tell you exactly what he did to transform his life. Welcome back to It Is Written Canada. Our first guest today is Dr. George Cho. Dr. Cho is a licensed naturopathic doctor who practices in the greater Toronto area. He also works in the exercise physiology department at the Cleveland Clinic Canada. He is a member of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine and the Canadian Society for Exercise Physiology. His practice focus is on lifestyle medicine. And Dr. Cho is going to share how you can get your energy back and start feeling better by making one simple choice. And that choice is to take walking seriously. Dr. Cho is going to introduce us to the amazing health benefits of walking. So Thank you so much, Dr. Cho, for joining us on It Is Written Canada today. And we are really looking forward to what you are going to share with us today. Yes, we are. Yeah, glad to be back. So, Dr. Cho, sometimes we get the impression we know that exercise is good for us, but sometimes we feel like we need to run, we need to lift weights, we need to train for a marathon so do that really intense stuff right, right. so can you tell us about walking mm. what are the benefits of walking yeah the um uh, the intense stuff is good so jogging lifting weights all that is really important but it doesn't need to begin there and the scientific evidence shows that even walking is very beneficial so in fact we've known this for decades so in the 1950s uh, there's a doctor named jeremy morris and he did some very landmark studies and he got two groups. He got, he looked at the conductors, the bus conductors in the, 
who work in the London bus system,、mm-hmm. and the drivers. So、mm-hmm. the conductors are the guys that are walking down the aisle, checking the tickets, collecting the fare. Right. The bus drivers just sitting and collect and just driving the bus.、Mm-hmm. He also looked at postal workers, and、uh, he compared the office clerks versus the guys actually delivering the mail.、Mm. And what he found was that there was almost a half the risk of cardiovascular disease amongst the conductors and the postal, the、uh, the mail people, right? So what's the difference? Obviously, the conductors are walking up and down the steps every single day, walking up and down the aisle, right? Whereas、mm. the drivers are just sitting. Oh.、Mm. Same with the、uh, mail, mail, the mailman. They're walking every single day, so their risk of heart disease was much lower than those who are sitting in the office all day. So, and what people have to realize is that those studies by Dr. Morris set the foundation for the whole field of exercise science today.、Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. So the whole field of exercise science is built on those studies. So. We've known for many years that walking is beneficial, and the science that's come out since then has only confirmed the benefits of walking.、Mm-hmm. Now,、uh, if your viewers are familiar with the blue zones,、mm-hmm. uh, so uh, the National Geographic sent Dan Buettner to look at blue zones. Basically, these are five geographic areas where there's large proportions of centenarians, people who live to、mm-hmm. 100, and they want to know, you know. Oh, what are the lifestyle habits of these blue zone centenarians?、Mm-hmm. And one of them, they,、uh, one of the things that they found was this concept of moving naturally. That's his words. He says、mm-hmm. they move naturally. That means that these centenarians in Okinawa, in Sardinia,、uh, in Ikaria, Greece, you know, they're not going to gyms.、Mm-hmm. They're not lifting weights. They're not doing marathons. But what are they doing? They're walking up and down the mountains every single、okay. day. Walking is very, very beneficial for sure.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So in Canada today, a lot of people are very sedentary. They're either sitting or they're lying down, like for twenty-three out of twenty-four hours. Right, right. So to get up and and move, what about a, as a therapeutic to go for a walk if you've maybe had some kind of a heart disease or something like that? Yeah. Walking is now exercise in general is now. Part of therapy for many chronic diseases.、Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I have your paper、uh, written by Dr. Peterson and Salton. They're from the University of、uh, Copenhagen, and、uh, the paper here is, is called "Exercise as Medicine," and talk about exercise as therapy for 26 different chronic diseases.、Mm-hmm. So now, some of these might not be not be a surprise to some of your listeners, like heart disease.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, exercise is therapy. Obesity, type two diabetes. Right, but there's also other ones that might be surprising to your viewers: schizophrenia,、mm. yeah, depression, Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, type one diabetes,、uh, stroke, uh, cystic fibrosis, and even cancer. So when you look at even cancer, the guidelines right now they recommend before therapy, during chemotherapy, and after they recommend exercise, and the main one they recommend is walking. So. Uh, exercise is used in a wide variety of chronic diseases as treatment, for sure.、Right. Yeah, it's, it's seen as a very integral component. Awesome.、Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, by just reading those benefits, you know how it can help those diseases. We can see that walking is even good for your brain health. Absolutely. So, when we're talking specifically about like dementia,、mm-hmm. uh, there's、uh, very compelling evidence to, su- to suggest that exercise, including walking, Is、uh, beneficial for memory. So, for example, one of my favorite studies came out in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, so、mm-hmm. PNAS, and this is one of the most prestigious medical journals in the world. Okay,、mm-hmm. and in 2011, they released a study where they looked at、uh, can exercise benefit the size of your hippocampus.、Mm-hmm. So, the hippocampus is part of your brain, and it's where the memory kind of resides. But over time. 
uh, as we age, the hippocampus shrinks. Okay. So that means that with shrinking, your memory is going to go. Mm-hmm. So they ask the question, can we through exercise uh, stop or even potentially reverse the shrinking of the hippocampus? So what they did was they got two groups. One group uh, was walking uh, almost every day uh, at a moderate intensity mm-hmm. for a whole year. And the other group was they're just stretching. Mm. And what they found was absolutely amazing. They found that not only did they stop the shrinking of the hippocampus, but they actually added volume to the hippocampus. So essentially in the paper, they say they essentially reversed the aging of the hippocampus, the the decrease in size. So uh, when we exercise, we release a hormone called BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And these things, they they have multiple functions, but one of them is that they create more uh, neural connections. So the more connections you have, the better your memory. But not only that, BDNF also helps stimulate the formation of no, uh, new neurons. So not just more connections, but also new neurons. So this is why they saw an increase in the size of the hippocampus. And I want to read here for the benefit of your viewers in the discussion section what these researchers say. So they say here, in this study of exercise training, we demonstrate that loss of hippocampal volume in late adulthood is not inevitable and can be reversed with moderate intensity exercise. A one-year aerobic exercise intervention was effective at increasing hippocampal volume by 2% and offsetting the deterioration associated with aging. Because hippocampal volume shrinks 1-2% to annually, a 2% increase in hippocampal volume is equivalent to adding between 1-2 to two years worth of volume to the hippocampus for this age group. Wow. So, by only one year of exercise, they're able to add up to two years worth of hippocampal volume. So That's awesome. it just tells you the, uh, the tremendous benefits of walking, mm-hmm. just, just walking. Right? Mm-hmm. They weren't doing marathons, they were walking yeah. uh, for memory. Which, and of course, we know that Alzheimer's disease is a huge issue. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to become an even bigger issue in the future. So I recommend everyone to at least get some moderate intensity walking into their, into their life. Mm-hmm. So let's... Talk about um, psychological factors like depression and anxiety. Um, is walking good for that? Same thing. So science, uh, scientists have done a lot of research on exercise for depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And just like for memory, it's exactly the same thing. They find that it's very beneficial. Mm-hmm. And uh, even walking itself. So you don't have to like, uh, more intense is good, but even walking is, is still beneficial. And there's several reasons for that. Um, one of them could be linked to like the hippocampus and BDNF. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Also, you know, uh, when people are experiencing depression and anxiety, you know, they're ruminating about things, they have mm-hmm. these thoughts. They're saying that maybe exercise can help kind of distract them from those thoughts, mm-hmm. right? Also, people are exercising together with friends and, you know, there's like that social component. Right. And exercise also releases what are called beta endorphins. So these are like your happy hormones. So if you're exercising and you release those endorphins, then you're going to feel better, right? So. Awesome. There's a lot of, they're not exactly sure what the mechanism could be, but they do know that exercise, including walking, helps with uh, depression and anxiety. That's encouraging, Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. encouraging. Mm -hmm. So let's get practical. Mm -hmm. How much, how intense, how frequent should we be walking? Yeah, so the Canadian movement guidelines, um, they're kind of like the equivalent of the Canadian food guide. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they, uh, in those guidelines, they recommend about 150 minutes per week. Okay. So that's about that's what, like 25? Two and, two and a half hours. Yeah, 25 minutes, 30 minutes a day, something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, 
per week of moderate to vigorous uh, aerobic physical activity. Uh, to meet those guidelines, it's not like a stroll, all right? it's not just an easy walk, right. but you're talking about like a brisk walk, so enough to kind of get your heart rate going mm -hmm. and also to maybe break a little bit of a sweat. You don't need to be exercising at in, in huge volume, so like two hours, one hour a day, even you know, 20, 30 minutes a day. And it doesn't have to be super intense, right? It can be even like brisk walking or power walking. That itself can help you meet those guidelines which will give you optimal health benefits. So that's what I would recommend people to aim for. If people are not exercising a weight right now, then I would encourage them to just start with slow walking, you know, maybe 10 minutes to 15 minutes per day. Uh -huh. But the aim I think is to reach those guidelines, 150 minutes per week, moderate to vigorous intensity physical activity. So at the minimum, like a brisk walk type of thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I would encourage everyone to just try to uh, uh, start with where they're at, so start with a little bit, but then try to build up to meet those guidelines. That's very good. Well, we have a friend who took walking very seriously after he had a serious health crisis. So we're going to let him tell you his story right now. So uh, what happened was that I was at a meeting and it was in a distant city here in Canada, fortunately. And in that meeting, um, it became clear that something had happened. It, was, it seemed rather slight, quite frankly, but I could tell that I was kind of feeling a little bit off. Later on, when I got back to the hospital, they felt that I'd had either uh, sort of a, a slight stroke, mini stroke, very minimalistic sort of thing because you couldn't tell it by my speech being changed or any of the markers that are typically associated with stroke. So I was fortunate in that it, it uh, was very light. Walking uh, came out of a number of things that were interesting to us. As a kid, I walked uh, a lot because I grew up on a farm, 80 acres. I was walking all over the place all the time. And then in the aftermath of whatever event this was that took place with me, I realized uh, in conversation with my physician that there were some significant changes that were going to have to be made in lifestyle. Among them would be diet, uh, lifestyle, and that included things like exercise. I got involved in, in walking and that began gradually. It began in the summertime. One of the things about walking is it gives you the opportunity to disengage from a lot of other stuff that may be going on, work life, or I suppose your home life. But what became very important to me was the opportunity to do something that was a little bit more meditative, a little bit more spiritual. And when you walk for a little longer walk, a physician will tell you walk a half hour a day, five days a week or something like that. So I decided to go for an hour and I walked as far as I could a half hour from my home and I didn't get far enough in order to see new territory. So I decided to see what if I walked an hour from my house and then I turned back. That would give me two hours. And after I did that, I wanted to do more because there was still a further horizon. I've come to the place where I know more about the community today than I have ever known about any place that I have lived. I walked three and a half hours this morning before I uh, came in here. And it was amazing 
saw parts of our area that I've never seen before. Listen to the new wave of birds. Right now it's kind of morphed from chickadees to cardinals and robins. I counted about a dozen robins today. And I like to walk early in the day. I like to watch the dawn. I like to see the sun come up. This morning when I started walking before 5 a.m., it was fascinating because I saw we had a full moon, could see the stars, it was, uh, it was a beautiful day. And then gradually, bit by bit, the color comes into the sky, the birds begin to sing. And if you're in touch with doing that in the same time increment, even though you're going to different places, you, you kind of learn the cadence the circadian rhythm, if you will, of the world. And it gives a completely different complexion to society, to life, to the world, to what's going on around us. It's a beautiful experience. And I get a chance to think about bigger things. What I discovered was that through walking, my uh, triglyceride levels, I believe, were lowered significantly from very, very high over-recommended value to within the green zone, if you will, if there is a green zone with that stuff. And with regard to my lipids, lowered with regard to blood pressure, which had been a bit elevated, it is down and, and my, my uh, upper number for blood pressure runs between uh, probably about 105 and 120. So uh, right now I'm, I'm where I really wanted to be with those markers and where my physician wanted me to be as well. It's interesting what this does to your energy level because when I think back into the time sort of immediately after whatever happened, happened, uh, I, I felt a little fatigue and, and all of that kind of thing. I, I knew that I was not in the shape that I wanted to be. And what has come is two things. First of all, there's a certain resiliency that comes with walking. I notice a different muscle tone. I notice that my core feels uh, stronger when I come back from walking. And I think it helps with sleeping. I think it helps with, with so many different parts of life. And that's interesting. We've come to rely on interventional medicine when we could be the intervener ourselves. So right after this event took place uh, that affected me uh, a little bit, my wife became very interested and she became a coach. So she talked about what I needed to do and, and she kept on me, which was a, a, a blessing. And we work together toward a common cause. And she walks with me, by the way, because this is a good thing. What I discovered was that there were all of these people that were in my orbit that as a pastor of a frontline church congregation for 30 years before I started doing what I do now, that I had seen people who clearly had had an event and I, I felt compassion because some of them were not doing very well. One other thing that this has done is it's helped me trim up. No, I'm told I'm in better health and I feel in better health than I have ever been before in my adult life. Uh, it's like being a kid again.
Mark's story is really so inspirational. So, Dr. Cho, if someone like Mark wants to start walking, what would you recommend? First thing I would recommend is that uh, for people not to focus on doing too much too soon. Mm -hmm. So instead of focusing on like duration um, and intensity, I would encourage people to just focus on getting into the habit of getting out the door and walking. So yeah. if it means just 15 minutes per day, just walking a little bit, I think that's better because you want to start establishing that habit, then start building up the intensity and building up the duration. The other thing, uh, other things that have been shown to be helpful is for example, getting like a pedometer. So mm -hmm. there's actually evidence that shows that people who are using pedometers or you know those like step counter things yes. that you can get on your on your uh, uh, smartphones, mm -hmm. those apps uh, using those apps can actually help increase the number of steps. Right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. there's that if that could be helpful to people. How um, many steps a day would you recommend? Or you don't know they, just to begin with. Right? <laughs> yeah, so just to begin with, just enough to get out the door. Maybe fifteen thousand. Oh, sorry, fifteen minutes per day. Right. Fifteen minutes. Mm -hmm. yeah, some people say ten thousand steps. Uh, I think that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to try mm -hmm. to reach to. Um, there's some evidence to suggest also having pets mm -hmm. increases the number, the the you number of times you walk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Walk, yeah. yeah. And uh, using um, uh, meeting with friends. Mm -hmm. So walking with friends also might be another strategy as well to help people mm -hmm. uh, get walking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get just keep your shoes by the door and That's make right. sure you can get out. <laughs> and and most of us in Canada are living not very far from nature. I mean, I know for us, we can go to some really nice walks right, that are right. not too far from us mm -hmm. and just get in the car and drive. So tell us about walking in nature or forest walking. How is that good for you? Really fascinating. So there's really fascinating research coming out on a nature walking or forest walking and mm -hmm. just the benefits of nature itself. So a lot of these studies are coming out from Japan actually. And in one study, it was really interesting. They got uh, university students, uh -huh. a bunch of university students, and they got two groups. One group was walking in forest. Mm -hmm in a forest. The other groups were walking in downtown, uh, in the downtown of Japanese cities. Okay. And you know, the Japanese cities are very densely populated, right? Yeah. So downtown, either in the downtown area or near like a train station. And they looked at depression, anxiety, tension, anger, confusion, these types of things. And what they found was that even though both groups were walking the same amount, so 15 minutes a day type of thing, those who were walking in nature had more benefits. Okay. than those who are walking in the city. Oh wow. So that tells yeah, you like there's something about nature and we know that uh, city dwelling is associated with higher uh, rates of mental health issues. Mm -hmm. That is well established in the science. So something uh, so there's something to say that uh, there's something to the idea that you know getting out of that environment mm -hmm. uh, as best as best we can and getting out in nature mm -hmm. is beneficial. So walking is good but then getting out and doing it in nature is like kind of compounds. It's like additive benefits. That's awesome. I would encourage everyone to get out and walk in nature if possible. Mm -hmm. And the fresh air? Fresh air, absolutely. Sunshine as well uh, is another uh, another thing. And uh, even in densely populated cities, uh, they have areas where they kind of have parks and stuff like that. So right. that's that would be much better than just walking you know, on yeah. the streets. On the streets, right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So, Dr. Cho, can you share with us anything from the Bible, like what the Bible says about keeping our bodies healthy? The Bible has a lot to say about our health, and uh, in, um, in Romans it says that we should glorify God in our bodies. Mm -hmm. And what we do with our bodies is, uh, is an expression of our worship to God. Right. So I think 
Christians should be heavily invested in keeping our bodies healthy. But specifically talk about exercise, when you look at uh, in, in Genesis, mm-hmm. when God first created Adam and Eve, what's the job that God gave to Adam? To work in the garden. To tend the garden, right? right That's a yeah. physically active mm-hmm. occupation. Right? So already there, I think you could see that, uh, that exercise was, God designed us for exercise, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, even after sin, you know, if you look at the curse that God uh, put upon the woman and the man, mm-hmm. on the man He said, by the sweat of your brow, mm-hmm. you shall eat bread. So they're going to farm and stuff like that, but that's going to be a little bit more uh, laborious than before, mm-hmm. right? So that's, that was kind of a, a, like a curse, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, sometimes uh, there's a blessing as well in, in disguise. And right. that is that we know that based on the scientific evidence that when we do exercise, break a sweat, get our hearts going, that it has a beneficial effect on our, on our bodies, right? So even within the curse, I think God put their like a little blessing, mm-hmm. you know, that when we do it, He still, you know, we get benefits from it, yeah. so, mm-hmm. yeah. You're, you're worshiping God by taking care of your body. That's right. Yeah. 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 Can you think of any Bible texts specifically that, uh, that encourage health? Yeah, in, uh, in John it says that, Beloved, mm-hmm. I wish that above all things that you should be in health and mm-hmm. prosper just as your soul prospers. Prosper. So, he wasn't just interested in there's in their spiritual mm-hmm. uh, well-being, but also he said, you know, I want you to be in health. Yes. Right. So I think that's what I think that reflects what God wants for us. Mm-hmm. So He wants us to feel good, to be joyful. That's right. To yeah. be happy and to be in good health. That's right. And that's why Jesus, when He was on earth, He healed people. Yeah. He cares about their health. You know, and, and I'm looking at Jesus' life. He walked quite a bit. Well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he walked from place to place. Right. That's right. Yeah. Stay in one place very long, and so yeah. he was he was walking quite a bit. Thank you very much for coming in and sharing that with us. I wonder if you can close with a word of prayer for us. Sure. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, I just want to pray for all those who are watching and listening today. And Lord, we know that being physically active is is innately human. It's, it's part of your design for us. But in the environments that we live, it's often very difficult. But I pray, O oh Lord, that if there is anyone here who's inspired to be physically active, to take care of their bodies, that you would empower them, you'd arrange their schedules, their work in some way that they could develop a habit of being active. And Lord, we know that walking is beneficial, so help us, Lord, to incorporate that into our lives. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Dr. Cho, for visiting us once again, and we hope we can have you back again another time. It was a pleasure. Friends, today, Dr. Cho and Mark Johnson have shown you how a simple lifestyle decision like walking regularly can improve your health and your happiness. In the Bible, God wants you to be healthy and to prosper in all things. In 3 John 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Our free offer for you today is living longer and feeling better. And here's the information that you will need to receive today's free offer. Friends, we would also like to invite you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel and also listen to our podcasts. And if you go to our website, you can see our latest programs including our exercise workouts called Experiencing Life 
and our short spiritual messages entitled Daily Living. They are all there for you, free to watch whenever you choose, because we want you to experience the truth that is found in the words of Jesus when he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to watch a video of this podcast, please visit iiw.ca. Or you can go to our IIW Canada YouTube channel and click on the Videos tab. Once again, thank you so much for listening.